Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamers Heaven and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to GamersHeavenSeattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. on the Identico Airwaves tonight for another episode of Identico After Dark, our live podcast where we talk about video games, TV, music, movies, and more. And tonight we are definitely talking about all of those and more. And joining me for this grab bag episode is my uh, co-conspirator, Alex the Humanoid. Welcome, brother. What's going on, everybody? Hope everybody's staying sane out there in the crazy. Oh my goodness, it is it is crazy out there. Like we we're <laughs> we're broadcasting to you live from the Angel City Studios, but holy shit, is it crazy outside of of our uh, our little area here? So so is it just me or like watching the news lately? Like I keep flashing back to Red Dawn. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> like, a little bit. I'm like, really? Are we doing this again? Yeah, the Russians. Thing. Yeah, Captain. I love I love how we spent ten minutes pre-show trying to fix your mic and you still cut out right there. <laughs> I don't know what it, it is. We're gonna figure it out. That's okay. Yeah, but yeah. Red Dawn reference because Russia. Because <laughs> I I hope you all are staying sane out there. I swear I stay up on all this stuff and it drives me drives me half in the bag yeah most of the time i think i think for sanity you almost like ignorance is a little bit of bliss right now or at least a little bit of this uh, a little bit of time to get away from it all this is not that show by the way we're not gonna help you get away from it all tonight <laughs> join us on monday for chaos incorporated when we get away from it then and you can just like unplug and just enjoy some fun uh some fun tabletop role play uh, <laughs> we'll do that then. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica in the chat is like half in the bag. Okay. <laughs> yeah, half. Oh goodness. Yeah, you're still you're still speaking in coherent sentences. You're doing better than Eric Clapton, who believe who believes that everybody who took the shot is hearing subliminal messages. Apparently, we were hypnotized. I. Uh, I've, if he's playing Slayer, because that's what's in my head right now, you know, I can bet you if if we had the ability to subliminally hypnotize the majority <laughs> of the American population, are we going to waste it no. on something so simple as a vaccine? Just think of all the fun they could have. Yeah, right. Wh- like buy the- Coke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like. In, in our what? Discord, in our Discord, I when somebody actually wrote what he said, because I didn't keep up with that part of the news. Oh, when somebody wrote that, I just wrote back, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Because <laughs> it really, like, he wrote a f- song about it. Like, that's that's what happens. Stay off drugs, kids. That's what happens when you're on drugs. Seriously. You go nuts. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. I don't, know, I don't even know what we're going to do about Clapton. And then, by ignore the way, 20, 2022, I'm done, okay? <laughs> Y'all motherfucker <laughs> took Betty White. Uh-huh. Okay? Oh, yeah, we have to talk about this. You got Betty White. Yep. You got Betty White. You got Meatloaf this week. Uh-huh. Okay? I'm not okay. You got Louis Anderson, too. Louis you got Louis Anderson, too. Man, okay? Louis. Oh. Like... Like, and they got Bob Saget. And you got Bob Saget, okay? I'm sorry, 2022. You are off to a crappy start. Yeah. They also got Sidney Poitier to this this time. This Yep. Like, sucks, man. Are we, <laughs> sucks. Are we done? Right? I hope so. We're not even a month in. Jesus. Like, like come on. We got we got the Omicrons. We got we got all this. Yeah. By the Who's way, supposed to I, I was told that we can no longer call it the, uh, it's not Omarion, uh, because Omarion has done nothing wrong in the community. I am told that we must call it the Omarosa because fuck that bitch. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so here's what I want to say to our viewers and anybody who's watching this after the fact, um, to all of our people out there who like, I, have gotten like three messages literally today about people getting COVID like do your best stay safe like wear a mask yep you know hopefully you're vaccined and boosted and it's not going to hit you too hard but we really come hang out with us for a while we're going to talk about some fun stuff tonight uh, yeah like I mean we're starting off with the most uh we're starting off with the best topic of all. Crypto is crashing. Jesus. <laughs> so, just so the audience doesn't know, we're not looking because not. I, and I, I'm, I'm 99% sure this is true. Mal, neither Mal or I have invested in the crypto market. Nope. Both Mal or I have followed it closely. We wrote cryptocurrencies into Identico in the yes. way that we think they should function. And that in the way correct. that we felt they would function in the future. But it's it's like so so neither one of us are, are fucking because we're invested in this, because we're not. Yeah. We're doing this because we're just like, what are y'all thinking? Like, by the way, Tesla's having a really bad day. Right? <laughs> they jumped they dumped a bunch into Bitcoin. I really they, wonder how much they lost off their balance sheet. Yeah. I'm, with I'm, that Bitcoin crash. That That's is, a lot of money. They had a, it had at the beginning at least 1.5 billion I think they had invested in it at least with a B billion. Um, yeah, yeah. NFTs are still riding the wave. Don't worry, they'll follow oh. suit very soon. <laughs> By the way, I don't know. Did you get this notification? I want to talk about this notification on Twitter. Speaking of NFTs, I finally okay. So the so we were at your store. You got that finally after a few weeks or at least about a week or so. Yes, I got the turn your profile photo into an NFT. <laughs> I literally, I've gotten it twice now, and I'm like, Twitter, don't be fucking around. No, um, I'm not here for it. Uh, I am an entertainer by night. Wait, that sounds wrong. Um, I mean, technically, you know, here's the funny thing. All right, so the <laughs> this has been making the rounds amongst us streamers here, too. Uh, because of the way that you get payouts... <laughs> now and the the tax code has changed and stuff like that through paypal and all that shit uh 
some there's some newer streamers that that I know that are trying to go full time and they're doing their taxes for the first time this year. No. And they've had to do things like put down male entertainment person or something like like male online entertainer and like the weirdest like things that like qualify I get like it's it's technically true I guess like I identify as a man I am online and I hopefully I'm entertaining some people can some people can um you know dispute that but (laughs) it's uh it's interesting Uh, (laughs) so they so, so to get back to it Tesla dumped about a quarter billion in Feb. Yes, in February. So they're down 0.26 billion in Bitcoin. So in the last week, they've lost probably, let's go six months. Uh, if they invested at the top point and they were pretty close, they've lost about three quarters of a billion dollars. <laughs> It's okay. In the Elon's, Elon's got plenty in there. It's fine. It's fine. I don't care who you are or how rich you are. Losing three quarters of a billion, that'll make your butt pucker. <laughs> um, here's here's the thing, my lovely audience. Our lovely audience. Bitcoin and Ethereum and all these things, it's vapor. Until <laughs> vapor two wear. things happen. And again, we wrote about this in Identico. One, people have to actually take it. It has to be mass done, right? I know the 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 idea of the governments have nothing to do with it, and that's a that's a nice idea on paper, right? But until you can pay your taxes directly to the IRS in Bitcoin, <laughs> it don't mean nothing. Okay, yeah. if I go find a hundred dollar bill on the side of the road tomorrow. That is legal tender, period. Yep. Okay. Finders keepers. I can, I can go to Safeway and buy milk. Yes. Okay. It's a lot of milk for a hundred bucks. It's a lot of milk for a hundred bucks. You cannot do that with crypto. It doesn't work the same way. There's yeah. intervening transactions that have to happen. And as long as that's the case, it's vapor. Like it, it's vaporware and so the biggest thing, and because so I was I was talking to my spouse before the show, um, and she was asking, she's like, "Well, now do we invest in crypto?" I was like, "Fuck no." <laughs> Hope this isn't on at the store right now with that expletive. I apologize, but no is the sh- is the short answer to it. Uh, is it va- vaporwave? No, vaporwave's actually good good music. You're listening in the background if you're watching live. Um, yeah. But vaporware, it, it, like. In, in Identico, and one of the reasons we're bringing this up, because, you know, obviously this, this show is tied to our game and all that kind of stuff, but, like, it is tied to actual fungible currency. To because, assets. To assets, right? Like, and it's it's part of the Solar Mining Collective within the Identico universe, so there is a way to track its valuation. There isn't a current way to track its valuation besides, as somebody put in the chat here, uh, Crypto Bros. Like that's yep. it. Like that's the only valuation. <laughs> that's it. This is no. It's all made up, right? It's numbers on a chalkboard, which you could argue that you know, currency alone is that first, way. But I will be the first one to argue that money is not real until you it's don't have totally, any. Then it's exactly. very real. It's totally fake. But here's the thing: 
we live in a society and until society deeply deeply starts using bitcoin or other or any, yeah, cryptocurrencies it's just not gonna do anything my money's right? on the new one you introduced me to right before the show shibu inu yes shibu inu? oh you had you had a with shibu inu i don't know there's dog coin i want cat coin can Doge i get coin. kitty coin oh, i don't God, care I about dogecoin i want kitty coin invest in cats always okay. invest in cats uh, Dogecoin is not having the complete dumpster fire <laughs> that Bitcoin and Ethereum and Shiba Inu are, but it is still down, uh, down about 20%, down 20%. Yeah. Down 20% this week. Bitcoin, Bitcoin is down what? Six, six fifty, sixty percent 60% of what it was. Uh, yeah. It's crashed I mean, twice the, in the past couple of weeks. From high. Yeah. So yeah. there was a big crash in January, but now there's been another one. Here's the other thing too, and not to recap. Yeah, Ethereum's another another one of the ones. Ethereum yeah. is down. I have that price. It's Ethereum from its from its high. It's down over fifty percent. Ooh. Um, Ethereum has really taken a bath. What um, about Unobtainium? How's that? How's that? Thing? I don't. I don't know. If <laughs> there's so many cryptocurrencies out there. <laughs> I would not be surprised. Do you think as was, a, do you think as an experiment we could actually create souls? There is an unobtainium crypto. <laughs> I just yes. son of a bitch. There's, there's unobtainium. Oh my god. Uh it right now. Let's do the seven day. Oh yeah, it's down seven day. It's down. <laughs> Delivered and courier fan. Twenty-five percent. Um, yes, the NFTs are mostly Ethereum based. Um, <laughs> nice, thank you, bit. Um, yeah. So I mean, here's here's the thing, and we can we can hope it's wrong. The fact of the matter is, is we might be in three bubbles right now. Yes, and that's a problem. Okay, we've never been in three bubbles at once. Not, not at a single time. Well, there was if that we... one time in college. <laughs> hey, don't threaten me with a good time. Um, <laughs> if we're in three bubbles right now, we're in deep crap. Now, the, the prevailing theory right now is the reason crypto is taking a dump is that a bunch of crypto people are worried that crypto is in a bubble. So they're moving them to more stable assets like blue chip stocks and real estate. Yes. Um, which is its own problem because real estate right problem. now <laughs> we're about to see right. some dominoes happen so like now it's heard me like I can go on because this is something I do as a hobby because I'm silly yes I could go on for like an hour about what's happening right now I've been kind of waiting for a dump for a while um, I hope it doesn't happen um, but it's weird territory and crypto doing what it's doing is let's call it. It's not a good sign. Yeah. But there is a positive that Mallow found. Yes. Mallow was the one that brought this up. There is a positive to crypto taking a dump. Yes. Mallow, tell us what that positive is. GPUs. We might be able to build computers again. 
because I still can't find a fucking GPU just like in the real world. I can't find one in Tarkov either. All the people so, I run with in Tarkov have found GPUs all the time. I can't find a one even in a freaking video game. Now, this happened actually, and the reason I, I, I was like, oh yeah, because there was... Uh, there was a point a few years ago where the same thing happened, right? Where crypto took a dump and GPUs dropped because a bunch of people got out of mining. Um, so there is a reasonably good chance that if crypto continues taking a dump, that GPUs will will drop significantly back in price. I remember uh, the heady days of 2014. <laughs> ah, yes, the before when times. I, that was. That, I'm sorry. You have to. You have to. Uh, you have to. Uh, address it in its full name it's 2014 bc before covid like um so in 2014 bc i could just go online and order a brand new ti graphics card from from evga (laughs) and it was like 200 (laughs) dollars right and i put it in my old gaming rig do you remember that yes i'm and we were, and Mallow was like, "Oh, that should be a good one because it was the 750 Ti. This was again yeah. 2014, seven years ago." And Mal, I remember talking to Mallow and Yay about it, and I was like, "What do you think?" And they were like, "Oh yeah, that that looks, you know." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get my nice." But here's the thing, I got my brand new, just released from Nvidia graphics card, with no issues. Yeah, I just went to the website, and I was like, "Here's my two hundred dollars," and they shipped me my brand new EVGA Nvidia <laughs> GTX 750 Ti. I have to I have to pause you just for a second because yes, I would like to upgrade the stream box and the render machine over here with some new stuff. Yes, but I would like to just point out that somebody just tweeted us at you on on Twitch on on Twitter.com/slash/identico. Pumped Sheba, pumped Sheba is a meme token with utility burn rate. 1% of each transaction plus 95% of the initial supply burned. Liquidity locked. 12 months locked as we have long-term vision. Telegram. Did then, somebody really uh, like tweet shit us you back? not, it just came up. It is a oh, picture my of a, God. Of a <laughs> it's a picture of a Shiba Inu with a backwards baseball cap flexing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yes, please go look at the, the, the Identico Twitter right now. That, that might be the funniest shit, because I'm sure it's a bot like it's... that saw us talking about crypto. <laughs> really? And and was you really like... think it's a bot? It's 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 Mary Smith 1584514. God, I love the internet sometimes. Oh my goodness. Oh the thirty fifty is about to launch with some issues. Uh, oh, pumped Shiba, was, by the way, uh, with the Telegram link, their 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 name of their website is We Bring the Fitness Industry in the Crypto Space Together. I'm not clicking to read the rest of it, but that's the, no. that's the elevator pitch they just gave us. I first off, okay, there was a time in my life when I did two days at the gym and I did that kind of shit. But you want to look at me and Mal and be like, the fitness industry meets crypto. I'm sorry. Have you met us? Do you know anything about us? No. That's 
Fucking you're buying gym? Like, fuck off. Jesus. This is why I prefer to do this podcast live because of things just like that. Because of you, chat, and because of random things like that just happened. Oh my God. Congratulations, bot. You just made content for us. I appreciate that. I really do, actually. Oh my goodness. That's freaking amazing. Let's talk 3050s. Yes, it does kind of look like they're going to have a few issues. What's um, the, I, I haven't seen What's the issues with the 3050? Um, they have... Let me see if I can... Um, da, 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 da. I'm trying to figure out... Chat, help me out here. Um, when we're looking at the... Thir- I wrote 6050. Duh. 3050 GPUs. Um, so, what this came out with, and I saw it earlier today, it's actually. It's bad at mining. It's bad at mining, and it's uh, basically a 1080 kind of thing. So, like, the 2060s and some of those things. It has uh, less uh, CUDA cores than, like, the RTX I mean, 3060, stuff like that. It's like, 250 bucks. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's put it in the right category. If it's actually two hundred and fifty bucks, here's the problem: those light hash rate algorithms are hacked in about an hour and a half. Right. They're launching with an LHR. Until they come up with a hardware solution, you're screwed. Um. I'm reading. I'm reading just the, like the the tolerable yeah, like 1080p I'm, and stuff I'm like that. At it. I mean, here's I mean, the thing. <clears throat> it it doesn't appear. Hang on, let me look at the thing. Chat, you're a cuticore. Thank you, boo. You're a cuticore. <laughs> what's the other issue? Is it the overheating tip? What's Great. the other What's the other issue that they're pointing out with this? Because there's a there's like 18 okay, articles that came out today about it. So, um, I mean, port royal ray tracing. I mean, PC Gamer basically just said, uh, sorry, you're yelling. It's the 3050, Joe. Um, the, uh, PC Gamer basically just straight up calls it a 1660 Ti. That's I it. Mean, I mean, I haven't seen it next to 1660 Ti, but if you compare it to the 3060 Ti, well, it's not even because that's an actual card. <laughs> or the Radeon RX 6600. I'm looking at the the next the, the benchmarks for it right now. I mean, here's the thing. For 250 bucks, if you're just trying to get like a baseline gaming PC, it's serviceable. Yeah. Here's here's the thing, and and this is something I would I, I tell a lot of people, right? Um, my wife and I both have gaming rigs. She actually has a better rig right now than I do because I managed to find one in stock that had a 3060 in it. And when I bought it, she was like, "Is it good?" I'm like, "It's got a 3060 in it. Like, yeah. I could pull that card out and sell it for more than the computer." I just bought, right, um, for her. Yeah. Um, we have to always remember it's not for a lot of us. It's about peak performance. Here's the thing. I always judge it by will it outperform a console? Right. Right. In in this case, it will not. <laughs> um, it will not. I, I mean. It'll run Destiny 1440 at 60 frames per second. Destiny 2. Um, 
compared to the 1660. It still won't, uh, as I can tell, it still will not... Um, effectively, 1660 Ti. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, here we Ch go. Chad says it's the, it's, it's the Intel Celeron of the NVIDIA line. <laughs> more transistors, less... Uh, more ah, CUDA cores. And it's it, got... According to chat right here, uh, Tip is saying that the 3050s that they sent out to reviewers was the $330 models and not the $250 models. And again, $330 for a fucking graphics card in this day and age is a steal. It is. If there's so a long as as scalper problem. Yeah. Right. So um, long as it works, then yes, but. That was more cute, of course. Clock speed's a little higher. Those clock speed's a little higher. It's got 8 gigs of GDDR6. I mean,. It's a little better than the 1660 <laughs> Ti. But here's the thing. When I went to Costco today, and you know they keep gaming PCs there right. in stock. Yeah. They're still selling them with 1660 Ti's. Yes. Like brand new out of box. That's what's in it right now. Some of um, them. Yeah. This looks marginally better. You can get, but you can get an Alienware that's better from a lot of places you can get it like an alienware or a, a c-suite or something like that for uh <clears throat> probably comparably to what you can get at costco maybe a little more yeah. but you're getting better value ultimately yeah um uh, i would say this <laughs> if you are looking to get into pc gaming right and you're looking for something serviceable that you can throw in until you get a better card right and actually that's where I would use it, is because RAM's still pretty cheap. Motherboards are cheap. Processors aren't too crazy right now. Graphics cards, what's going to kill you? Yes. With this, you could probably get into a pretty reasonable gaming PC for less than 700 bucks, 750, and then upgrade the card later and not lose a whole lot. Joe so, would like to. Joe would like to argue with you that. Uh, $330, $250 for a card that performs no better than two generations old is nowhere near a steal. Here's He's on where, fire tonight. Hang on. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up the card that I have in my box right now that I bought from a system integrator and tell you how much I could sell it for on fucking eBay right now. Okay. Um, my, my computer I bought in November of 2020. Okay. So it's about a year and some change old. All right? to play what game? Cyberpunk 2077. Yep. Okay. Now, if I pulled the card out of my computer right now, because it's the EVGA. No, it's the Gigabyte. Sorry. I will tell you. Chat's on fire right tonight, by the way. Y'all are on fire tonight. Chat's great. If I Okay, here it is. The Gigabyte GeForce RTX 2080. If I pulled the, the card out of my computer right now, which is still over a year old, it would sell for $900. Uh-huh. I could go sell the 2080, the Gigabyte 2080 that I have in my box for $900 fucking dollars. That, that roughly translates to like <clears throat> 75,000 rubles in Tarkov yeah. or more um, at this point. Yeah. So again, if you're looking to get into PC gaming and it's hard for you to get a decent card right now because it is... This is not a terrible card to throw in there for 250 bucks. That's going to run most things at a reasonable resolution. <laughs> it's not going to run them at max. I, I kind like, of, I kind of actually, 
I kind of want to actually put this to the test. Like, I know that in our Discord, I just saw a couple of links to uh, a couple of reviewers. I don't like most of the reviewers that people link me in Discord. I want to just try it for myself. So if, like, I mean, I'm just straight up. Like, I want to just text. see like these things and see if it actually works. I'm looking at the tech specs and it's not <laughs> terrible. Like I've seen worse than the way since 2019. <laughs> These comments are why Santa doesn't visit you anywhere else. You know what, Joe? I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm just, just wait till the next time you come see me, Joe. Uh huh. Okay. I, I would like to point out too. Somebody mentioned Crypto Bros earlier in the chat. Uh, have you seen the picture in the New York Times of with uh, from today? about El Salvador's, because, uh, you know, El Salvador is trying to change their entire currency to Bitcoin, right? Have you seen the picture of the president of El Salvador? In yes. <laughs> He's yes. got a fucking backwards baseball cap. He looks like a Silicon Valley tech bro trying to run a country. Like, oh, my goodness. Yes. Look, hopefully GPUs will come down. I would like to be able to buy a 30 series card for a reasonable price. Yep. Uh, what's the cheapest I can find an RTX 30 series for? You bent um, your 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 left arm. <laughs> All right, if I go shopping right now, eighteen hundred bucks. That looks like it's fake. That's from StockX. You, I can't get a 3060 for six twenty six. <laughs> You're full of shit. You are so full of this. Um, Thirty seventy Ti twelve ninety nine. I can get a thirty ninety for the entire price of my gaming PC on Newegg I, right now I, at three thousand eighty nine dollars. So again, chat people on YouTube, if you want like an entry level card just to get into PC gaming, will you be able to play like New World and Rainbow Six Siege and most mainline games? Yes, you'll be able to. Actually, and will you be able to play with like maxed out settings? No. Uh, all right. Are you gonna be, hang on now? Uh, according to Newegg sure. right now, I'm on Newegg right now. Uh, can I buy it though? Is the question. I can. There you you go. can get a RTX 3060 uh, from Gigabyte for about 8.95. That's not a bad deal. That's the better deal in my opinion. Save up the extra five five hundred bucks. Here's, and get here's that. the thing. Some of our people, some some I'm sure some are our watchers. Look, if you can't afford that, because 900 bucks just for the card. It is a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot for people. But that's Again. what most cards were back in the day. Like, Again. It's, like, that's the thing. That was a normal price for a card. 10 years? Like, you could probably get one for 500 for a reasonable price. I have a 2070, and the only game that's come out I could run at max recently has been a Cyberpunk. I, again, with my 2080, I had none of the... Aside from, it wasn't the graphical bug. I had no graphical bugs. I had some of the gameplay bugs and occasional, like, T-poses, <laughs> right? Where I'm like, on a motorcycle! <laughs> um, but graphics-wise, like, my Cyberpunk was pretty well maxed out. And aside from the fact that I turned off the weird neon light blur, because that got annoying and stupid. Yeah. Um, and then I turned off one other thing that was, oh, it was the weird grainy effect they would put on shit. Yeah. And that was annoying and stupid. Do you, do you know why? Um, do you know why they turn on the grain like that in most of these games? I don't. It's so um, your your computer monitor and your computer GPU can only do so many. Like it says, oh, it can do billions of colors. Unfortunately, yeah. when it goes to output this, and you'll see it, you can I could do a Photoshop thing for you. But like, 
if you did a gradient of like dark blue to blue, there's a lot of those steps along the, that gradient that most GPUs just will never render because of like the bit depth and stuff like that for it. So to, so to make up for the lack of bit depth in most games and most GPUs, uh, because you have to like, you have to basically like, like all the way Hemi that thing basically and run it at like 32 bit depth to get all the like beautiful, precise, everything. Um, most people don't design that way. Um, and so they put that grainy effect because it actually takes those steps and then like flattens them and makes them look much more clean and, and mm -hmm. uh, more gradiated than what they actually are. It's a really simple trick, but you know, it, it makes everything look a little grainy. So is what it all is. Right. Since we're talking about hardware, let's bounce over Steam Deck. Oh man. Steam Deck comes out on the 25th. Yep. Mallow's notes in our in our pre-show notes are <laughs> do we even care anymore? <laughs> and the answer I gave to Mallow in our pre-show meeting, okay? Let's see, at VT Pilots already in there, Ryan, I see you. I both and don't want a stream deck. I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I really want, like when the Steam Box was announced, when the Steam Deck was announced, like these are things where I'm like, dude, if I could take some of my PC games with me, that would be cool. I really, really like the concept, but I really just don't care. Um, I just don't. <laughs> I, uh, I am interested to see Speaking of, uh, it's not a new concept. I know that Sega, Sega, whatever their their one back in the day was there. Um, we got we got so, so we like some people are excited for it. Some people are like ho hum, uh, or mad. That's why I have a Switch. Well, and you know what? That's the thing is the Switch is very popular. I hate the Joy Cons on that thing. Um, They're terrible. But like, I I don't know. It's it's a um. The Switch has seven games, which are amazing, and a bunch of other stuff that I have no idea what it is. <laughs> and a lot of things that you would do better to have, like, a SNES Classic for. Like, um, again, like, they've got, like, seven games. Like, yeah. Animal Crossing, Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, yep. uh, Super Mario Brothers, the new Super Mario Brothers move game, Zelda, yep. uh, Splatoon, Mario Maker. No, well, Splatoon is no good because to play Splatoon, you have to play online and you can't talk to anybody online because they don't have actual uh, VoIP for Switch, which is a huge miss. Um, I tried playing Mario Kart back in the day, uh, which we had to basically turn on our phones to Discord and talk that way if we wanted to all talk the, in real time. And to be to to be critical, all Mario Kart for Switches is it's the Wii U version. It's Mario Kart 8 with yes. a slight upgrade. Yes. Um, so it's not that much better than what was on the Wii U. Um, neither is Mario Maker, but I'm just saying, like, if you want to play Switch, there's... Oh, Stardew Valley. That's pretty good. It's better with a PC, though, with a mouse. Yeah. It's, it's not um, great to play on a... From experience, I can tell you, it's not great to play on a Switch, especially on long-haul um, stuff. Uh, Linus Tech Tips has done five episodes dedicated to Stream Deck style PCs that go back like five years. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, um, it's a tablet. <laughs> That's all the Steam Deck is, is a tablet. I mean, the base one's $399. The next one up is $529 and $649. That's a big price jump. It is. 
And and uh, so the thing about the one that go on the the twenty fifth is you already have to have a reservation. So, like, you I have just, to have had that whole thing going on. Is this what's distracting them from Fallout Three? Oh, Steam Steam fired or got rid of their games division like a long time ago. Like, that's you know, and I think you mean Half Life, not Fallout. Fallout Three was amazing. So oh, people yeah, tell me I won't play it because yeah. of Fallout Four. I just refuse uh, to play Fallout games. Not anymore. gonna lie. The biggest thing with the Steam Deck is the software, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> again, I would love to be able to take some of my PC games with me. That would be that would be awesome. There is a bunch of PC games that I would play on the go. Yeah. Oh, uh, but somebody brought up the Vita. The Vita. So so I VT Pilot and a friend of mine named Paul are the only two people that I know that truly truly loved the PlayStation Vita. Here's the thing. I had the, the precursor to the Vita, the uh, PSP, which had the little mini discs. Yes. Uh, I loved the PSP. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a Vita because just at the time I just didn't need one. Um, I loved the, the PlayStation Portables. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of really good games in there. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Yes, that was a thing. Uh, the remastered Final Fantasy Tactics with the cool new animation. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, yeah, so VT Pilot. Honestly, Vita was great, but I used it to play very few actual Vita games. Yeah, unless it was like a square one or something like that. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Well, yeah, and honestly, VT, like, you're, you're you're hitting exactly the thing of, like, I I don't even use the Switch that much. Xena Gears, yes, that's another one with it. Like, yeah, you play a lot of the PS1 classics and stuff like that. Like, um, I, I don't know. Love. I just think... For PSP Vita, that could have been big. At Earth X-Men, I agree with you completely. Yep. Um, that's why I think the 3DS was such a successful handheld console, because Nintendo supported the crap out of that with both reasonable hardware updates every now and again, and the games for it were amazing. Yep. Well, and again, it got back to the simpler games uh, that they could that they could license and put IP behind. Um, the problem that I tend to have with Steam, period, is they no longer run Steam sales that are worth a damn. Um, they have a lot of competition from Epic, from uh, the Origin Store, which is going to be part of Steam, I think, at some point in time. They well, get a lot of Microsoft, stuff. Because uh, Origin is EA. So they'll go to Windows Live. Well, you can buy them on Windows Live, but you can also buy a lot of that stuff on Origin. Like, I play it through Steam. Yeah, um, Origins is, is EA's internal one, so I imagine it'll go away at some point. Uh, eh, probably not. <laughs> EA's got bloatware. Um, so I think, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting as the prolifer proliferation uh, of these games and systems get out there of what is what people are actually going to take advantage of for, like, a Steam Deck. And if, like, I want to see, I want to have this conversation. Um, I want, you know, what AI of the time to remind me that we should have this conversation on 1-26-2023. And let's see if the Steam Deck is still around. Because their other, their other pieces of gear haven't been. The Steam know? Box. The Steam Box. Uh, what I've heard of their 3D, they're, they're like... VR headsets and stuff like that are good, if not overpriced compared to others. Like, whereas like in, like we're talking about in chat, like PlayStation, 
PlayStation system is much cheaper, it's easier to go, and it's already supported by the console. And, you know, there's a bunch of them out there in the world. Like, um, I don't think anybody's, I don't think anybody's buying EA right now. Yeah, that's, that's, that's me, Tip. I'm, so many of these giant mega corporations, I'm getting them all confused. Microsoft's <laughs> buying Activision. So, yes. Battle.net will get folded into Windows. Good. Battle.net was terrible. Battle.net was terrible. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, fun, I do, it's, it's been okay now, but it was it was terrible. Yeah, Sean, Sean and I did a couple of StarCraft two streams. Yes, that we were did. Pretty fun. Yeah, um, I really loved StarCraft two. Um. <laughs> well, yes, if you yeah, if you code for Xbox, it's easier to go for PC. I mean, we talked about this last week that that consoles are essentially just gaming PCs, and have been for some time with a different UX uh, yep. put over top of them. Um, but like the Xbox can still crash crash out to a blue screen if it's done properly. Um, oh yeah. So it's uh, speaking of Activision, <laughs> can't and get EA. away from EA from Activision and Blizzard for one week because they got to go and do something stupid. Oh, we're gonna talk about this one now. Yeah, we're gonna talk about this one now. Um, so. Raven's QA team, Ravensoft. Uh, they are the the team behind uh, Call of Duty, which is uh, one of the most. Uh, I mean, it is the money maker. Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of the most profitable franchises in the world when it comes to gaming. Um, their QA team went on strike um, for working conditions. Surprise of fucking surprises. Um. The Activision, they have since formed a union, which is awesome. Uh, but Activision refuses to actually acknowledge their union, which now forces them to go to the National Labor Relations Board and make the appeal so they can have the official vote to ratify their union. Mm-hmm. And EA, or sorry, Activision, shat all over it. Yeah. Um... It's again. I don't understand their strategy here. Uh, why, at this point, you've announced the sale to Microsoft, right? Why fire a bunch of people? Why reorganize your entire QA company? Yeah, for one of your most valuable franchises. Yeah, when. All of this stuff's gonna have to get relitigated and redone when Microsoft takes you. Yeah. And and the the interesting thing that I that I find here is, um, the QA teams I find it curious because from a purely creative managerial perspective, which I have managed very large creative teams around the world. At an academic level, I 100% agree, embed the QA team with the team that they are then sending back QA to because you, you smaller teams that work closer together actually put out better work because they actually feel accountable to one another. They learn what's going on. You get a shorthand working in the creative studio together and it's much easier when you're working on filing bugs and stuff like that. You can actually help them you know, rather than it go off to some mysterious QA department, it, you know, that team's right there. Academically, I understand the move. 
But boy, howdy do I scratch my head at the timing. Because it does not make sense at all. It also doesn't seem to make sense for me that why embedding them under different managers would do anything to a union. You have writers that work all over the place in Hollywood. They're still part of the writers union. Doesn't matter where they locate, who they work with, and who they roll up to, they're all still part of the union. <laughs> do I get a cookie? What makes this an after dark? Are the runners lurking around? Yes. <laughs> uh, so so it's it's just interesting that they're kind of doing this. I don't know if they're trying to like self-sabotage a little bit here before they get to Microsoft, but I got a sneaking suspicion that most management that are making decisions like this are just going to get sacked the minute that Phil Spencer takes over. Because I just don't see this kind of stuff happening. I also don't see the union being recognized by Microsoft because that's just not a play that they do. So I'm not going to like blow smoke up Microsoft's behind either. Because I don't no. believe that they're going to be like no. recognizing anything like that. And, and here's the thing. Everybody knows that QA is the crapped upon division of the video game development industry. QA is. Yes. Um, they are the last line of defense, quite literally. And and they get crap pay comparatively. They crapped on. Um, it's a it's a hard job. It's not easy. Not everybody can be a QA tester, right? It's not like just like, oh, I play the game until it breaks. And then I'm like, hey, it broke, man. Like, there's a lot that goes into it for those people. Um, how true are the rumors that Bobby's going to step down after the deal closes? That's our guess. Um, our guess is Phil Spencer is going to just put it this way. I don't think you will see the name Activision on anything after the first 12 months that it's with Microsoft. Yeah. I think, I think that 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 brand itself will be dissolved. They will keep the Blizzard brand mm -hmm. for that development team who they keep working on the Blizzard IPs. But I think Activision itself, the, the Activision brand will be gone. You will see Microsoft Call of Duty. Mm, no, I think you'll, you'll see. I think you'll still see Activision is still the, the moneymaker of the brands. Blizzard is more well known. Which it's interesting too that Blizzard is working on a new survival game that got either leaked slash announced with no title. Very un-Blizzard-like this week. Um, but I do want to kind of go back to the, the timing of this thing. Um, it's interesting because the national, like the, the NLRB actually does have laws against promising benefits to employees to discourage union support and transferring laying off terminating assigning employees to make it more difficult to do tasks otherwise punishing employees for trying to unionize that is a hundred percent against the law this is why i don't understand the strategy yeah. like like you don't want to bring down an nlrb lawsuit when you're in the middle of the buyout from microsoft and you're still, by the way, being investigated. <laughs> and you're still being investigated by, by the, the SEC. SEC. <laughs> anyway, so, like, if there was any other evidence that Bobby Kotick is a is an idiot, like, yeah. it's today. Like, leave it the hell alone. Yeah. Like, just sit back and no. hang out. I, I agree. I agree. I agree with two things that chat just said. Well, actually, three things. 
Um, actually, four things now. I'm looking back up. Um, uh, VT was saying, I can't imagine uh, Microsoft wanting to pay him that much. Uh, deal with PR nightmare of him staying. 100%. We said it last week on the show that they are yep. they are basically paying to make him go away and never come back. Uh, yep. He needs a smaller parachute. Absolutely. Uh, he does not need that much to go away. He's already been overpaid for what he does. Get him out. Yeah, we covered that last week. Yep. Uh, Blizzard is the valuable brand name. Absolutely. Their, their IPs alone and the Blizzard name is actually more recognizable than Activision. Because of, and I was watching a video last night from Pestily about all the cheating that goes on in like Tarkov and Call of Duty and all that kind of stuff. Um, he made some really good points that I actually kind of want to, I don't think we could get him on the show. Maybe we could, I don't know. But I'd love to actually talk to him about the cheating in video games because I love his perspective in there about it. Um, so, but yeah. On that, on that note, I thought, I on that brand note, this very much reminds me of when Hasbro Mm-hmm. Bought Wizards of the Coast, right? Magic is the valuable brand name, right? Yeah. That's why Hasbro bought Wizards. Yep. They got Dungeons and Dragons as part of the deal, right? Yes. Microsoft, They've done very well for Dungeons and Dragons, by the way. Yeah. Microsoft wants Blizzard. They want the Call of Duty store. They want the Call of Duty stuff. They don't give a shit about the Activision brand, though. That brand will get quietly shuffled off into the like wikipedia pages of gaming history it's well and it's the thing that um neon robot said they'll drop activision for a new brand variant and i think the variant is somebody who's created and launched some brands around the world i think that's going to be the key piece because you're going to you're going to see the changes, and we've seen the org chart, and we've seen that thing where, where like you know, Blizzard Activision is going to report directly to, to Phil Spencer. The the whole team is going to get shuffled around. He's going to be made a CEO out of this whole thing. Um, and it's it, it's interesting to see where the act because Activision itself is going to get shaken up a bit, even more than probably what they're they're alluding to in the in the sale. And I do think that you're going to get a I don't know if you're going to ever put Microsoft. You might put Xbox Call of Duty or Xbox Activision Call of Duty. But Microsoft uh, next to a game where there's zombies and people getting shot in the face yeah, all the time, sorry. that's well, not going to happen. It'll be the Xbox brand. You're yeah. right. Um, but I would be very interested to see how that kind of works. And the fact that they kept, they actually had to come out this past week and say that, oh no, Call of Duty will be continuing on PlayStation and stuff like that in the future. I'm like, no shit. <laughs> for like two there's more no years. way there's no way you would turn off that cash cow until no the next yeah until the next gen comes out yeah absolutely yeah um didn't they say the next three cods are contractually obligated to multi-system that's probably not far from the truth i haven't seen that confirmed but that's that wouldn't shock me that the next three call of duties are obligated to go multi-system it could be I, but i wouldn't know i would i wouldn't say why but, you wouldn't Xbox is still still trying to recover from last gen. They still have not recovered. Right? Uh, uh no, I would say they pretty much recovered, trust me. Well, they're I'm making like, plenty as a division, they are making no, 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 plenty of money. Plenty of money, uh but they're not they're still I don't think I've seen the full sales comparisons yet. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna look. 
Um, again, don't measure console sales. It doesn't matter in Microsoft's mind. Their oh, bra- no, I know. Their, their, brand, yeah, their brand play is not consoles. No. Um, their brand play is on the software side. That's why I said I, I personally am still under the impression that eventually the Xbox as a concept will go away. Um, <laughs> it, it, we, it will be the Steam box. Like, here's the thing. Xbox looked across the, uh, Xbox looked looked across the street in Bellevue and saw what Steam was trying to do with the Steam box. And now they've gone and revamped their store. And and I know and I have seen what what a little bit of the back end of Xbox looks like in terms of their marketing and and store teams. Um they are revamping their store. They're revamping the Xbox store to be more like Steam and they're going to make it ubiquitous like that and they got more time and energy to do that across consoles and PCs that if Steam doesn't make a play, they are going to get pushed out a little bit because it's going to be better curated than Steam will be. So I'm going to, I'm going to button hook off what you're saying. Two things that are saying in chat. I can't bring myself to care about Xbox since everything on Xbox is going PC now and I don't have a potato machine. That being said, Game Pass is great. And then Game Pass is a really solid product. So there's two things there. To, to talk about what they're seeing Steam doing over in Bellevue, Absolutely right. And that's what they want Game Pass. They want Game Pass to 100%. be 100%. That's that's their push. That being said, I it was actually Mallow who convinced me otherwise. Because I was half convinced that the Xbox Series X would be the last console that Microsoft released. Because in the old days, right, when I bought a Nintendo 64, I didn't have software updates. I didn't have to install a game. Like, I have a PS5 at the store. When we buy a new game for that PS5, it's an hour of installation. Like it's easier for me to install games on my PC than it is on a console now. So you don't have that convenience factor anymore. Well, now, and one, one, okay, good. The one upside the consoles still have, if you can get one, is they're still, as long as GPU prices stay where they're at and things are where they are, they're still cheaper than a fucking gaming computer. Yep. You know, and for some people, first off the price, and it's still slightly easier. Just, I mean, we're talking minuscule because all the installation that has to happen on on consoles now, still slightly easier to buy a console, plug it into your TV and play than it is to have a gaming PC. It is It is still 100% easier to buy and, and plug in a gaming PC console um and run that the uis will improve windows is terrible as an operating uh, and, system and, and he's uh, bt pods being windows 11 is a dumpster fire we we were forced into the windows 11 upgrade at the store and it is an absolute dumpster fire i said this on a podcast we did probably four months ago do not ever upgrade to the new version of windows for the first nine to ten Years of its release. No, no, no. First right. nine to ten years. You don't ever <laughs> want to update. Okay. Ten is fine. Eleven, I the UI is just crap. Yep. Um why Windows? I'm telling Dude. you, the minute the minute that that OBS is better supported on Macs, I will jettison these two crappy ass Windows machines out the window. I will be back on the superior platform. It's, I am the, so tired of Mac Give me Unix all day, gaming. man. Yep. Um, Neon Robot, to answer your question, yes, never. The answer is never. We will never have Identico NFTs. <laughs> so I will tell you, Identico <laughs> NFTs win. Please say never. Never. We're not going to do it. 
Okay, I'm sorry you missed the crypto part of the conversation. That was our first block. We're done. We're not we're not even we would never do that. It's <laughs> our our resident IT. Quite, <laughs> Go ahead. Quite bad. I'm reading chat now. It's not quite ME bad. Oh wow. That says um, that says a lot cuz the person that is saying that in here is an is a uh is an, is IT, an IT professional. <laughs> also, just put uh, our new emote, by the way, the chaos cake in there for it. So, oh yeah, no neon robot, you miss us. We crapped all over crypto. It's it's paperwork. <laughs> it's, it's absolute shit. We will never do NFTs. We wrote crypto the way we did an Identico because we were like, I, this is dumb. I will say this: if if crypto could get to more like what we wrote in Identico, and then. I then would I would then I would invest because I could see some I could see some actual return on investment there. But as it sits currently, we'll be diplomatic about it. As it sits currently, no, I won't. Um, all of this gaming talk takes me to my favorite subject in the world to talk about, and that's Star Wars, because we get announced not one, not two, but three new Star Wars games have been announced. Yeah, Marie Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> so, so two things. All right, two things. First off, Respawn, I get it. I'm never gonna get Titanfall three. And so, I'm here. True. To, like, you know, True. Pour one out. Pour one out for the Titanfall franchise. Um, all I got is water, so we're gonna pour one out for the homies. Okay. I loved Titanfall. I loved Titanfall two even more. Apex Legends is fine, and it takes place in the Titanfall universe, and I'm glad they're continuing the IP, but god dang it, did I want Titanfall 3? I absolutely did. I, I think, here's the thing, though. I think I think you could still... How do, I, how do I put this out there? If they gave me a non-BR version of Apex Legends, if they gave me just Team Deathmatch in that game, yes. yeah. who would I play that game all day long? Halo wouldn't even be installed on my computer anymore. Like, man, because I love the movement in Apex. I love everything that they've they've basically taken the the fun of Titanfall and then made it better. Now, okay. give me Titanfall BR, and and I'm on board. I'm yeah. on board all day long. So, Neon Robot. What about Apex Legends but Star Wars? So that's what I thought. So that's Respawn, what Battlefront is. <laughs> so hang on. That's what... So Respawn and EA did Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Right? Which I played and beat. Um, that's what Fall I thought list. maybe we were getting. Oh, we are getting a sequel did, to it. When we did Fallen Order. I thought maybe we were going to get... I was like, okay, with the way that parkour works and the weird wall running and yep. stuff they do in Titanfall, I figured that's what we might get. For Fallen Order. That was not what it was. Um, it's a new Respawn game, a new Fallen Order, or is a brand new IP. One is a new Fallen Order. They're doing Fallen Order Part 2. And then there's two more that we don't know what they are. So, One they've said is a first-person shooter. Yes. And the other is a strategy title being developed by some former XCOM people. Yep. By From the uh, Firaxis games. From the yes. former... Yeah. It's a different, so, but it's a, a new team called Bit Reactor. So here's what I'll say. Fallen Order was not the best game I've ever played, but it was far from the worst. Mm -hmm. It was a perfectly fine, serviceable Star Wars title that I played start to finish, 
It was good, mm-hmm. not great. It had some great gameplay stuff. If you like hard combat, like Demon Souls esque, like screw you, put yeah. it on Jedi Knight and and have a good time because it's hard. Yes, I ended up dialing it back to Jedi Apprentice because <laughs> I I wanted to see the story and I got stuck uh, yeah. on Dathomir. Um, that being said, it's pretty on rails. Yeah, um, I've heard it's been pretty on rails, which I mean, kind of Dark Souls is too. When you think about on, they do it, it's kind of yeah. on rails. It's pretty on rails. It it feels exploratory for some parts, but it's really not. You can tell once you look at the map that you're you're playing levels, um, yeah. and the story is interesting. Um, the ending sequence is fun. It's canon. It's mm-hmm. an interesting add-on to the Star Wars mythos. It was fine. Was it the best? No. In fact, I think the best Star Wars game that's come out since Disney took it was uh, Squadrons. Squadron was amazing. Um, um, I would like to speculate here, and then I'm going to get to chat because chat's making some really good. Uh, so chat's making some really good comics over here. Yeah, I'm going to say specifically on Star Wars XCOM. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to speculate because remember that Boba Fett game we were supposed to get like five years ago? Yeah, the 13-13 or whatever. Thirteen thirteen. Yeah. I. All ideas are available at this point. Like, why wouldn't we just get that game and so, add back to it? So, my dream, especially uh-huh. since they said one of these is a first person, for first person. Yep. Right. Is I would love to see a new version of Dark Forces. Okay. I would love to go back, recanonize Kyle Katarn, and let's do a new Dark Forces because I think that would be a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, thirteen thirteen was a third person. It was supposed to be a third. Person it was. Shooter. A, it I, was supposed to be a third person shooter. Yes, I would take that too. If they want to do a Boba Fett first person shooter, screw it. Yeah, I don't I'm know down. if I. I mean, I would kind of do it. I think Dark Forces and Dark Forces Two were really really well done games and I guess if you're trying to bring back IP that's a really great one to start with for a first person shooter and then you could in theory do the BR multiplayer type stuff and make it a live service and all that crap if you want to yeah yeah without the hero Jedi yeah okay all right so to that because we already have Battlefront 2 and all that kind of stuff but which is it got better but it got, it got better be- it got better it got better the, um the story in battlefront 2 was a lot of fun i was talking about the latest in. battlefront though the the new battlefront that was basically yeah, made by ea yes. so that the, was crap the, it was the same crap that they they shit out for uh battlefield 2042 the story was fun the dlc the way it tied into episode 8 was interesting it was wrote and you saw where it was going the minute it started. Yeah. But it was fun. Um, Inferno Squad, yes. That was the stuff with Inferno Squad. I do the thing the thing that would be interesting, um is a new Jedi Knight game, which is coming. Isn't it? Aren't we getting so, a new Jedi Knight? Game? No, no, we're getting so here's We're getting the remaster. No, well, we're getting KOTOR remastered, uh-huh. and then we're getting one from Quantic Dream, which is very vague, and we don't know what it is. To be For fair, everything th- that's not going to be a video game, that's going to be a movie It's that suffers from the same shit that Kojima does. So, 
Now, here's the thing. Quantic Dream has said, no, this one's going to be much more action. Than uh, I believe that when I see it. And I'm kind of with you. I don't, for And for what it's worth, I really enjoyed Detroit Beyond Human. I thought it was a really fun experience. It was not a video game. Yes. It was a movie with QTE and branching story paths. Right. Um, yes, Neon Robot, that is the quant- the Heavy Rain people. They made Heavy Rain. They made Detroit Beyond Human. If you go look up their stuff, they released the trailer for their Star Wars game at the Game Awards. This was also the first indication that we knew for sure that EA no longer had an exclusive license on Star Wars. Thank Correct. God. Um, so here, here, here's a list of... So here, oh, before we get to chat, because chat's got an yeah. interesting talk about the XCOM stuff, because there's... Is that Eclipse? Yes, that's Star Wars Eclipse is being yes. made by Quantic, Quantic Dream. And it looks beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. but that, I mean, a lot of Quantic Dream stuff looks beautiful. So we get oh, this, Det- yeah, Detroit yeah. Beyond Human looked great. Um, awesome. Respawn has got these, the FPS. We also get Lego Star Wars, the, saga, the Skywalker Saga, which Lego Star Wars games are awesome. They're fun. Yeah, they're, they're always fun. Um, then we get the Knights of the Old Republic remake. So we get to see, uh, that's the one with Darth Rivian, right? Revan. Revan. Yep. That's That'll right. Um, retelling Revan story. Ubisoft in this, by the way, still has, has a Star one. Wars game coming, and that one is interesting. An open world Star Wars, it's game. open world Star Wars game. So, I am, I am very interested to see that happen. But then also flying under the radar is Star Wars Hunters. You play as like stormtrooper, Jedi, Wookiee. It's a, it's a mobile devices and Nintendo Switch exclusive. It's an arena action game, for whatever well, that's start- going to mean. Maybe I'll start playing buying a Switch then. Maybe. Um, um, so so that's an interesting X- one. Let's come back. All right, back to the strategy game. XCOM. Yes. I I love the original XCOM. I love the reiterations of XCOM. A Star Wars XCOM, which Neon Robot has mentioned like three times in the chat now, um, would be a blast if it's done right. Yeah. I the 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 one that VT was saying was Empire at War. That was a really good RTS. Yep. Um, I had that one. I saw a copy floating around here somewhere. Back, remember when we used to install things on CDs? Right. What is that uh, like? That, that'll say how old that game is. <laughs> um, Empire at War was good. It was a solid RTS. It was challenging. It was hard. Yep. Um, I actually don't want any more remakes. The thing that I appreciated about Fallen Order and Squadrons is they were new games. Yeah. Right? Don't I mean, wrong. Squadrons looking... was technically a remake of X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Let's be honest about I that. Uh, the but there's only different. so many things you could... Yeah, the story was new, and mm-hmm. the gameplay was something we haven't had in years, so I was okay with that. Oh, and it was solid, and I, I loved the game. Um, it was the game that almost made me buy a VR headset. Yes. Um, new, yes, chat. We don't need any more remakes. New, I'm with you. Yeah, and so Respawn has done that. They did Jedi Fallen Order, so let's give them Fallen Order 2. They're making another two games after that, with including the XCOM version. Ubisoft's open world Star Wars game. <sighs> Ubisoft, and I'm a, I'm generally a fan of their games, and Mala will tell you this. I'm 
very nervous. So chat, tell me what thing are we going to have to climb to unlock the map in the Star Wars uh, open world quote unquote game? That's going to happen. Yeah. So uh, let's be real that, about that. <laughs> you're you're going to climb something. Yeah. We have to go to various locations on the map. Moisture, uh, moisture towers. <laughs> <laughs> very nice chat. Thank you for that. Yes, very good. Uh, slime the Death Star. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I yeah. don't know what they're gonna do, but it will be something because it's Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, really, I if they take all the crap they learned from the Assassin's Creed franchise and Watch Dogs and applied it to Star Wars and did the best versions of both of those games combined, you can have one of the best Star Wars games that's ever been released. But I don't trust them. True. I don't know. Because, um, because they have this tendency of starting franchises with what is essentially an overglorified tech demo. Uh, yes. Yes. Assassin's Creed, the original, yes. overglorified tech demo. Pretty good. But I'm going to find tech demo. Assassin's Creed 2 and the entire Ezio trilogy. Fantastic storyline. Amazing. Watch Dogs 1. Overglorified tech demo. Watch Dogs 2. Awesome. I would agree with that. Okay. Now let's go back to Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed 3. After they did their great, kind of crap. It was, right? It at least had a story that I could follow. Unlike the one. I couldn't even play Watch the one Dogs in France. 3. Yeah, watch, well, and we're not even to the France one yet. Watch Dogs 3, absolute crap. Yeah. And I'm a fan of the Watch Dogs franchise. Still shit. Yep. Um, I, uh, Ubisoft is so hit or miss. I, I Here's the thing. Um, if I need, I need Lucas, LucasArts, the revamped LucasArts to do what Lucasfilm is doing with their story department and their creative so, team. This is interesting. Go watch that Eclipse trailer again. It says Lucasfilm Games. So I'm wondering how much the canon folks under Pablo Hidalgo are are watching these stories very carefully. I don't know if so much as they are watching these stories, but dictating what the stories have to be. And if that is the case, Quantic Dream is a good publisher to try to do that with. Um, but I would like I would want that kind of consistency throughout the games. That's that's me. That's me speaking as a creative director himself, trying to do IP. If they can do that, then we've got some we got some money makers here. Um, if they can't and they just let all these studios run wild with the IP. Oh, then we might have a glorified tech demo out of Ubisoft and an okay story out of Quantic and then maybe some fun coming out of Respawn because they do have a good, you know, Respawn's got a good uh, track record with making games. They really do. Respawn, I'm trying to think of if they put out anything crappy. Um, Let's look up their Titanfall history. One, Titanfall 1 was good. Titanfall 2 was better. Apex Legends is solid again, not my style, but it's it's a solid it's a well built game. <sighs> Jedi Fallen Order was fine. They did Medal of Honor. That was terrible. Uh chat, you have a Bethesda related question. Go nuts. Oh yeah, yeah. go nuts. Go nuts with Bethesda. 
But it isn't Star Wars. That's fine. We're actually, I think, hang on, let me check with Mallow. I got one more Star Wars thing that we can talk about before we get done, but that's... Yeah. So, we're still on gaming. Yeah, so we're still there. Go ahead. Yeah, you're right. Respawn only has a couple of games in their belt. Do y'all know what Starfield is, right? Yes. I am familiar with Starfield. I am cautiously optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> but what's your question? Supposed to come out uh, this year. Uh, I believe so. The release date is scheduled for November 11th, 2022. But anything, put it this way, unless the release date's in the next month, I don't believe it anymore. Are you worried that they haven't shown anything about it yet? Again, um, no, because E3, E3 is... So E3 a few, and a PAX were both shit. E3, PAX, uh, Gamescom are all still to come. And Xbox running the show now for Bethesda is much more um, cautious about what they let Bethesda talk about ahead of time because Microsoft has been forcing Bethesda to actually meet deadlines. Do <laughs> you notice Elder Scrolls Online has been pumping out content? It's not great content, at least not for me, but they've been hitting the mark in terms of, you know, and those people who like Elder Scrolls <laughs> Online like Elder Scrolls Online. They're not going to let Todd oversell the game. No, they're going to let Todd oversell a little bit, but they'll rein him in a little bit. Um, I think... Bethesda is also doing Indiana Jones, yes. Jones, and again. Um, Naughty Dog so, should have did that, but they already have their Indiana Jones. Neon Robot, I, I guess my answer would be, again, I'm cautiously optimistic. I don't believe release dates until we're less than two months out. Okay? Um, I don't believe release dates until the review copies go out. Yeah. I, That's kind of what I it is for me. I don't buy it because I, I can see them coming out and being like, we're going to let this cook for another three months. Um... And again, so the 2021 E3s and PAXs were shit. There was nothing there, blah, 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 blah. I think a lot of these companies are waiting to see if Omicron kind of dies as fast as it did in South Africa and the UK so they can resume a con schedule in the late summer and early fall, um, which I think they would all love to do. Yeah. If I, I, I'm sure if I was in the room, I'm sure that's what we would be hearing. And so I think if Omicron comes down before late summer, early fall, I think you're going to see a huge E3. And I think you're going to see a lot of cool stuff announced. Well, I don't think you're going to see a huge E3 because so many people had already pulled out of it. I mean, it's basically the Xbox game expo now. PlayStation were no longer doing it. Nope. Sony was, Sony was having their own even before Omicron. Uh, that's why we now have the Nintendo Playhouse or whatever, Treehouse, whatever they call it. Mm -hmm. Um... And so, like, yeah, no, nobody was doing, and the Bethesda is no longer its own company. So now, I, you know, you got, you got the best thing about E3 and for the, like the past five years has been Devolver Digital's crazy, like almost jackass level of stunts they pull at E3. That's been the best part of E3. I always actually enjoy CD Projekt Reds when they're there. They always put on a good, good show. Regardless yeah, of the games are terrible. Like, <laughs> Cyber 2077 wasn't terrible. They needed to let it cook for another six months, and they should have told the previous gen consoles that we just can't release it. Yeah. Um, I just want an enjoyable Bethesda game. So, I think that Fallout 4 was fine. I loved Fallout 4. I, had a, I, I spent a lot of time in Fallout 4. My understanding now is Fallout 76 is playable and pretty good. 
again, I think it was Bethesda released it too early. Um, but my understanding is, is with the amount of content there, you're not walking through with only players there. There's NPCs there now. There's a lot of shit. So it feels like a Fallout game. Um, I have so many comments. We'll have to do an entire Fallout stream for me to just yeah. 76 spew is playable, the hate for that game. But good, but less bucks. Um, so Fallout 4 was fine. I mean, yeah. here's the thing. Any Bethesda game, I expect some level of silly bugginess. It's just kinda, Oh, it's not even the bugginess that I got with. It's I got I beat uh, the game twice actually. Four? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um So Fallout 4 is fine. Um Starfield, it's a new IP. Again, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that it's not going to be No Man's Sky 2 with prettier graphics. And, the, the and that's what no I'm Man's worried about. Sky, no Man's Sky now is what No Man's Sky was supposed to be at launch, and I bought No Man's Sky at launch, and I'm upset that it's now <laughs> finally the thing that it was supposed to be, when I don't have time to play it. Yeah. Uh, Alright. I'm not going to talk about Book of Boba Fett tonight. We can talk off stream, because this episode was very interesting. Yes. Uh, but I don't want to spoil it for people, because I know folks in the chat haven't had a chance to see it. So, chat. you know what? In a couple of weeks, we'll do a Book of Boba Fett recap. How's that? Because we'll we'll there's get, some maybe we'll interesting stuff. Maybe we'll get Michael and Joe. I think we should get Michael and Joe back in here. We'll do a Book of Boba Fett recap in a couple of weeks uh, and prepare for Moon Knight coming up, which is going to be real interesting. So I, I don't know about you, but I am super hyped for Moon Knight. Yes. Moon Knight was one of my favorite comic books growing up. I love Moon. I've always loved his costume, impractical as it is right oscar isaac is an amazing casting piece for this i'm i'm super hyped for moon knight have we seen the newest spider-man dude you gotta catch up on these streams neon robot yeah man uh, we did a whole we did a whole, we did stream. A whole week and you know what so just go i just put the youtube link in the uh go sub for us go sub and we'll talk all about it um we haven't done an eternals one yet i don't know if we're gonna do an eternals one we kind of touched on it uh, but we got a lot more coming up here soon. What we haven't talked about, and I want to talk about this maybe next week, is there's a okay. DC show. And this is where you and I can, can gush for a little bit. Because I don't like the DC universe that much. I, I hate do. it. You do. You you specifically like the Arrowverse. Uh, the movies can go off into the stratosphere for all I care. It depends. There's a new show on the CW called Naomi. Mm -hmm. And if you've read the comic... It's a fantastic, mm -hmm. very short-run comic series, but actually because of this TV show, it's getting another run. Mm -hmm. um, I want to talk about that. Maybe we'll talk about it next week as we've gotten about four or five episodes into the series. Um, and there's a lot of other things that are going on in the DC Universe, specifically on the CW <laughs> and in HBO, that is, I think, to be a lot more as, as interesting or more interesting than I think Marvel is at the moment. So stay tuned for that. We're probably going to talk about that next week, unless news goes crazy haywire yeah, between here and there. Crazy. We'll see what happens about that. But I oh, just put the... DC, can we talk about the new Batman and the yes. runtime on the new Batman? Yes, we can. We can talk about all of that because I think it all comes together. So next week, we're going to talk DC Universe unless the world goes to shit and then we'll figure it out from there. In yep. the chat is our YouTube channel. Look, we need 100 subs on that channel so we can just get youtube.com slash identico. Right yes. now, if you're listening to this in podcast form, uh, you have to go to youtube.com slash whatever is a long line of things, and you have to search Identico, I-D-E-N-T-E-C-O. Help us. 
go search Identico on YouTube, hit the sub and the ring the little notification button so you know when we upload uh, new episodes. We've been uploading, uh, we have so much content up there and much more planned throughout the rest of the year. Um, go there, give us a little support. It's free, it's free to sub, okay? I appreciate all the people who have, uh, if you've seen us on, uh, on socials lately, We've got some new uh, followers and subs on YouTube. I want to thank Caitlin, RM Brooks, Bellboz. I think I'm pronouncing that name correctly. Uh, I want to thank Neon Robot for resubscribing tonight. VT Pilot, Grandpa Joe for resubscribing. I want to thank uh, Lila, Shay Rinky, Germinator, Viking Bear, Remy, all of these folks uh, for coming in, for following, for subbing. I want to thank Tip for cheering, Strag. Bit player for giving out gifted subs. Thank you so much. All of this stuff goes quite literally to support the shows every week. Like y'all have made it to a point now where we are actually able to continue creating content, right? Yes. And that we are actually making this into a thing. And it's because of you all that we're able to do this. So it took a long time and we appreciate it. Yes. So much because we finally are like, we've, we've, crest the hill a little bit yeah and 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 everybody really, keeps really... coming back and we keep finding new folks every week so yep. subbing sharing it on socials when we put new stuff out there if you have social media give it a share give it a retweet doing that because what it is is that we got to beat the algorithms we got to yep. get it out there because what we're finding is that more and more people who find out about the game when we play it as a uh, I will find out again tomorrow night. We've had two weeks straight in a row where we've had way more people than table space at yes. Alex's store. Um, huge turnouts. And we huge love it. turnouts. Uh, and so that's what we were trying to do. We want to spread the love. We want to spread the worm. We want to provide the alternatives uh, in the tabletop space as well as entertain you all. Uh, and we've got a lot of things planned on the horizon for the rest of the year. It's going to be fun. I cannot wait. So uh, if you are there, Please uh, give us a sub, give us a like, give us a follow, comment, let everybody else know that you like it. Uh, you can also find us at playidentico.com. I am revamping that site. We have a merch store there. All of that goes to support the show as well as getting the core rule book, all of those kind of things. We also have a Hero Forge affiliate link down below in the Twitch. Uh, I'm going to be adding it to the show notes, uh, both on podcast and YouTube as well. All of that also goes to support the show, uh, as well as you get to make custom minis. That's really fun. They've also got a new subscription service that comes out. Uh, we make a, they've got a lot more sci-fi and cyberpunk stuff that is in there now. It's a lot of fun to go make your own mini. I do it sometimes just during meetings at work. I hope my boss doesn't hear that last part of it, but that's the truth. Um, <clears throat> place to make identical minis. It is a great place to make identical minis. So, uh, Alex, tell them about Gamers Heaven. So, we have the store. It's open. Gamers Heaven. Open. We, are, we are in Linwood at 5116 196th Street Southwest in Linwood, Washington. Um, Gamers Heaven. Quiet on my pronunciation. Gamers Heaven. Okay. Uh, it's amazing. We have everything from tabletop to esports to literally everything in between. Anything to Scratch your nerdy itches. We got anime figures. In fact, I just put a whole bunch on the shelf last night. Um, I think they're having a Pokemon tournament right there right now. Um, we have Smash tournaments coming this Friday. Another one. So 
come see us. You can actually play Identico. You can see us, meet the creators, hang out with us. Um, not gonna lie, I'm there signing books and doing stuff a lot. They sell yep. a ton of boba. And so a lot of times we'll just come out and hang out and paint minis and just converse with Identico fans. So if you wanna know more about the game, if you just wanna have fun, if you wanna come sample other games, I play along with a lot of folks. Uh, we do a ton of wargaming up there or just tabletop board games and stuff. The board game library is nice and plump nowadays. Uh, yeah. as well as the whole video game section. They've got a 4K projector. You can play Dark Souls in Gigantovision in crisp 4K. And I might stand behind you and commentate the whole time. I'm just saying it it's might a happen. a lot of fun. Yeah. So. Mallow, are you going to be there Friday? Um, perhaps. I don't think I, I have anything scheduled. I bring my books scheduled. for y'all to sign. I want my demo signed by the creators. Okay. I, I will at least be there. I will attempt to try to be there. Uh, it would have to be after work on Friday, but I will attempt to try to be there uh, for that. We will be there, though, tomorrow for Identico Night, actually. Uh, so if you are uh, in the area and you're hearing this on our YouTube or on the VOD for Twitch, come out, come play. It's a living world that connects uh, off the work that we did in Angel City Stories as well as runs parallel to the work in Chaos Incorporated. And we might just have a couple other things that are coming up that it's going to run in parallel with that we'll have some fun coming up on this channel soon. Just wait. Yep. Just uh, wait. If you want to find out anything else about the stuff, you can find us on the socials at Identico. Uh, until then, be safe out there. Uh, if you haven't been able to get vaccinated and boosted, please go do. It might actually just save your life. Uh, drink your water. Take your vitamins because I know the wildling is around here somewhere sneaking around and she will smack me if I don't say that part. Yeah. Uh, until then, we love you all. Have a good rest of your night. Uh, and we shall bid you adieu. Good night, everybody. Love ya.